Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about bringing about a genuine connection with your audience. This is definitely about community building in the online sphere. If you've ever wondered about how to get followers and how to get real engagement, you're going to want to listen to this really dynamic and powerful message that I have to share with you coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, I want to thank those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, as well as those of you who have been listening for the very first time. Thank you so much. If you haven't done so already, make sure you smash that subscribe button. So as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it immediately. And let's be social. I am on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, or Twitter, Denise G. Lee, where you can reach me directly, ask me questions, and obviously get the latest information to help you connect with your audience and just build your business in a real and authentic way. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you visit my website, DeniseGLee.com, where you can reach resources and other tips that I am confident will help you grow your personal brand, and our service-based business. And with that being said, let's talk about audience building and just creating a real and genuine connection. First of all, before we begin and with a thought about this, I want you to ask yourself exactly why in the world do you want followers? Why in the world do you want to build that connection in that community? Because let me be clear and I'll be honest with you. For a lot of you guys who want a large following is you want more potential people who will be your customer, right? But what's the point of creating that large following of potential customers if we don't have a solid reason why behind it? I definitely struggled with this in the beginning of my online experience, even before I became an entrepreneur full-time. I really struggled with that because for me, when I went this was 2006, 2007. And I remember I was being first introduced to Facebook. And I had a coworker who had access to it. And she said, I really like it. It lets me to have access with my cousins and family members I don't really talk to very often. And we get to update each other, even though we may not see each other. And Even then, I have to be honest with you, even then, I didn't really quite understand it. I didn't quite really want to accept it because in my world, in my frame of mind, if I wanted to connect with someone, I pick up the phone and call them (laughs) or send them an email or text them. It didn't really make sense to me that people would want to connect virtually. And most of you guys who are listening to me, I bet you the vast majority of you have already found me online somewhere on Pinterest or LinkedIn or Twitter or some other social channel. And you wanted to hear my voice and you wanted to hear me in depth talk about certain things. So I actually have to um, say concede and say, yes, I totally understand why we have these social media channels. Because when we really like someone, we really want to connect and hear what they have to say. We don't want to just stop at just the socials. We want to have that as an extension. And when we are having this idea of building a community, we really want to ask ourselves that why. Why is it really important beyond just the the followers and the more customers? For me, as I am dangerously a 
approaching 40 years old, I'm really having a very matter of intention about what I post, why I post, what really matters most to the people that I really want to stay connected. Because for me, each person that follows me or on whatever social media, it's not just some type of number that I could potentially sell. It's really a human being that is reacting to the things I have to say and could be impacted positively. And unfortunately, I hate to say this, potentially negative, depending on how they construe or rather misconstrue what I have to say. So I'm very cognizant about that reality. How many times have we seen stories of people who have made dangerous decisions for themselves based on the people that they're interacting with social media. Specifically, I'm thinking about one particular person who more or less went over $600,000 worth of plastic surgery so he could look like this particular celebrity that he fawned over as an example now obviously the celebrity and tell him go, go go and get some plastic surgery so you can look like me the point i'm trying to make is that if your people are exposed to you and they're ultimately will be influenced and they will ultimately make decisions so we really have to ask ourselves like what kind of influence do we want good or bad and for me i always think to myself everything that i put out even if it's something is an offer or something like this where I'm giving just a resource, am I going to help them walk away better off consuming my content? What exactly emotions do I want my audience, my ideal audience to feel? What what identity that do I want to help carve and create? That's the first question that you should be asking yourself before you even think about the tips I have to share. Ask yourself that really deep question. What type of reaction, what type of feeling do I want my community to feel after the this type of stuff that I create? I think about, for example, one of my favorite, favorite follows on Twitter is Orange Book. You can find them on Twitter, Orange Book, and it is basically just a sentence or two of just wisdom and general life advice and practical things to help you stay grounded and focused. And I thoroughly enjoy Orange Book because for me, I'm always seeking clarity, more insight, and just more simplicity as and as many places as I can. And in a world where we're full of clickbait and all this things that arouse of anger and jealousy, when I read Orange Book, I feel calm. I feel serene. I feel focused. I feel more attuned to how about how about I want to run my, my business and an and extension in my life as well. That's not by accident. I truly believe that the things that Orange Book curates helps to foster an environment of tranquility for their consumers through their content. So you need to ask yourself, what kind of feelings do you want your audience, your ideal audience to be feeling? Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you that there's some people who really want a sense of agitation, a, a sense of movement and focus, a new movement and purpose rather, because they want you to buy their stuff or they want you to just take action. Because here's the thing, a lot of us, if we don't have a good 
strong kick in our butt. We're going to rest on our laurels and we're not going to do anything. That's, I hate to say that, but that's honest to God true. And so that a lot of accounts get a lot more movements because they do the clickbait. They do the stuff that gets your eyeballs. Do They do say the stuff that makes you want to share and click and comment and all that stuff. I'm assuming that for the majority of my listeners, they're, you're, you guys aren't running some type of social media or some type of political punditry or something of that, that nature where we're talking about red hot news and that can get people triggered and emotional. I'm assuming that the most majority of you who are listening are of not of that ilk. Uh, that being said, I do do urge that if you want to grow your business, that you're going to have to have some moments where you're going to push some urgency or get people a little revved up from time to time. But it really all depends on the type of business that you have, whether or not you need to get people to moving or just decide what kind of feelings and emotions that you want to have wrapped around your type of content. Content doesn't always have to be exciting and emotional. It could be, I gave you the example of Orange Book. I think my my own content too is a little low key. I'm not really urging you to do a particular thing because I've always been of the mindset that the people who want to work with me have to have the desire within themselves to want to take action, have the desire within themselves to make changes that they don't, they're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. They are people who want to make a big difference in the world and they will seek out actively because when, if you were my client, we were working with one another, I'm not going to literally be as passive talking with you about certain things because I definitely know that you want bigger brighter things for yourself. But I do know it's kind of scary in the beginning for certain people who know that they need help, but they don't, they don't want to feel frightened away. So that's kind of why I keep my content a little bit low key for at least on my podcast and my pot and my posts and whatnot. Because I'm not trying to scare you off because I do know that some of the issues that I do talk about are a sensitive nature that are things that can make you feel very uncomfortable and I don't want you to feel scared off and leave automatically so that's kind of the method behind my madness about why I create the content that I do but you have to decide the rhythm and the pace that works for you everybody's different every your audience is definitely someone that you want to feel like you can relate to on a deep level. And I remember even myself, when I started my own journey for self-discovery and personal development, um, even even before business coaching, I knew that I was afraid of being honest with myself. I was afraid of, uh, of touching on certain issues that felt un- really uncomfortable because it brought up a lot of painful memories and I didn't know how or where to start. So I understand that beginning process. And obviously, if we worked with one another, you know, I would move at a pace where you would get some momentum for momentum, but not so much where you feel overwhelmed and easily discouraged. Okay. Anywho, now let's get back to the business of actually talking about how to connect with your audience. One of, and actually that brings me to the, the first main point is balancing what you want to see against what your audience wants to hear. But don't steer them wrong. For example, you don't want to 
lie and tell your audience, as I gave you earlier, that personal development, getting more in touch with your emotions is an easy thing. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, but it is possible and it can be done if you are dedicated. That's I'm literally explaining to you right now what you need to be explaining to your audience where you give them that comforting hand where you're you're guiding them and you're steering them to where you want them to go but you understand their own limitations of where they are currently. I know for a fact and I think about it a lot because I just I just got off immediately off a coaching session just now with a different client. And we were talking about certain issues about her childhood and how it was impacting her as a businesswoman today. And as we were talking, I I could tell it was really the first time she was making those connections with, oh my goodness, I didn't realize such and such event that I had with my mother and my childhood with certain events was impacting how I was making decisions with my virtual assistant. And we just started going down the a very healing conversation where she realized that she was more or less replicating issues from her past. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I wasn't tempted to dig a little more deeper and ask a little bit more probing questions, but I could just tell at that moment, just that revelation within herself to understand like how her past was colliding into her present was just enough for her to understand. And I think when you start to build your audience, when you start to have more encounters with the people in your community, they're going to comment, they're going to react to the things that you say, some people might feel a little triggered, some people might feel a little upset when you start mentioning things that may hit too close to home. And your job isn't to react and say, well, you need to do this, or you need to say that, but more just to respect that they feel certain things. And sometimes, uh, even when I think about my private sessions or even when I'm interacting with people online and someone says something and I know for without a doubt in my mind they are triggered, they are feeling a little bit emotional, a little bit edgy about what I say, I I realize I have one of two options. A, I cannot respond. That's an option. Um, do not feel like you have to respond, you can react meaning like you can give the you can react with a heart or thumbs up wherever channel you're at. Well, sorry, you have three options. Let me give you the third option. The third option is you can literally respond say, thank you for engaging. And I understand how you may feel about blah, blah, blah. And just leave it at that. You don't have to re-engage. You could just literally affirm and say, hey, I understand where you're at. Uh, or I thank you for sharing or something along those those lines. We don't have to get down into the weeds and ask too many deeper questions beyond that. There is nothing wrong with just letting it sit on someone's mind about what they're feeling and not engaging any further. And I know in this world of social media, it feels like you have just because somebody responds means that you have to engage back. No, you don't. You absolutely don't. If somebody comes off a of left field and says something that is negative or meant to upset you or just meant to disturb any craziness. You don't have to engage with that. Do not let anyone fool you and tell you that you have to engage with it. 
that shows you that shows your audience a level of maturity and it also teaches your audience that hey there's a certain thing that just won't get into it or here's another option if it's uh very obvious this person is unstable or they're having a lot of emotional problems and they're just are just a flat out troll you can also choose to block or mute them I'm not saying that we have to do that with every single person that we engage, especially if we're trying to audience build, but there are certain people who thrive off trolling. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that these people don't exist. They absolutely do exist and you have to guard your energy. Okay. Now let's talk about humor. I think this is really, really great. Um, using humor most of the time uh, allows you to be more personable, allows to form that connection. Oftentimes, I think about even on my own social um, media, specifically my, my, my personal Twitter account, I use humor a lot. And sometimes I'll say self-deprecating kind of humor where I said, oh my goodness, I slipped I slept up and I ate another burger, you know, or something stupid where I'm I'm literally poking fun of myself or saying something where I'm I'm joking but I'm kind of not, but I'm not trying to make myself look more serious. <laughs> um and I think that really comforts a lot of people because I think we live in a world where we're always constantly trying to show to the world that we've got it all together and that we're we're above reproach and that there's nothing that we could can be criticized about us and I think that's insane in the sense that we all have problems we all have hurts and hang-ups we all have certain issues that we need to deal with and trying to hide it or pretend like it doesn't exist is not something that I want you to think that it's going to help you in the long run even though you may seem like appear that other people around you are appearing to be perfect and there's nothing wrong with you. Everybody has issues. Don't you, we all have issues and trying to pretend online that we're issue free is, is insanity. Now, here's the thing. We have to balance being human and being flawed with being a leader. I'm not saying here that we need to go on social media and talk about every hurt, hang up issue of our past and just it's like almost like we're crying to a tissue sobbing, you know, <laughs> electronically talking about all those other all those issues that we have to deal with. Now, I'm assuming everyone who's listening here is a or wants to be considered a leader, wants to be considered someone um, that can be looked towards in terms of inspiration and hope. So we can't sit here and appear that we're just emotionally disheveled and we're having all sorts of problems. I'm not saying we'd do that, but I definitely think that if we can poke fun at ourselves and, and just, just joke about, you know, Hey, things, things may suck, but Hey, it could be worse or whatever, however you want to coin it. I think it's really important for us to just show the human side of us, especially for those of us who are a personal brand. There's no sense because we all know that we're not perfect uh, to pretend that everything is A-OK 24-7. And, you know, joking, joking about the weather, joking about our our, our dog that peed on the, our favorite rug or joking about whatever thing. Just make light, make that lemonade out of those lemons because I think that once we lighten up the mood, people can feel more at ease. We can be more relatable and just and it 
also invite other people to talk about other issues that matter most to them. I remember I was making a, a joke um, many years ago about my weight. And I was like, oh, you know, uh, I I need to learn how to poke another hole in my belt because, you know, I don't I don't want to it's, it's going to be a lot uh, easier than trying to go find a new belt that fits me better. I, I don't know what else I was talking about, but it was in the context of waiting, just making fun of, you know, saying, oh, I'm so cheap. I'd rather just, you know, poke hole in an existing belt, belt hole than trying to buy another one. And I remember when I was making that comment on social media, somebody else, some someone came out of left field and said, hey, uh, I recommend this particular product that helps pokes holes and belts and and I didn't even know such a product existed. You know, I was just here making a joke about it. So when you're you're having those moments where you're kind of joking and having a good time, so people will always surprise you and and talk to you about certain things that you never even considered. I I see it all the time with certain other content that I write where I'll start off talking about a particular subject and being joking about it and somebody will drop a resource for a book or some other video or something else uh, that's related to that original subject. So opening the door and just having lighthearted moments, you'd be surprised at things that other people might consider and share with you and share with your community by extension. So pretty cool things, pretty cool when you think about it. Okay, now let's kind of meander over and talk about not being afraid to take a stand. Now, I know I just talked about earlier that if somebody is being abusive, you know, or provocative, you can mute or block them. But sometimes I think that if you are really passionate about a subject or really passionate about a particular thing, then you know what you're talking about. Don't back down meaning like don't just ignore it give the reasons why you believe where you believe take a stand for the and and be about telling people why this really matters to you even if someone disagrees with you I don't believe for a second that any of us who are entrepreneurs are afraid of a little of confrontation. I think a little confrontation is, a little, is necessary. It helps gives us the backbone. It helps gives us perseverance. So during those moments where we feel like giving up, we can channel the energy within ourselves and keep pushing through. I think a lot of us need to keep interacting with certain people that push our boundaries a little bit. This helps us to have a level of conviction that we would otherwise wouldn't have because I think a lot of us from our childhood or if we grew up in traumatic or hard circumstances the moment someone says something uncomfortable we just run away or we try to push them away but when we're online and other people observing it's so easy for us to try to mute or block when I'm challenging you if you really believe something and you have conviction Stand up for yourself. Let other people know. Don't tolerate bullying situations. Don't feel that you have to run and hide away. Okay. Now, obviously, pick and choose your battles. We're not going to battle everyone just for the hell of battling people. We want to make sure that if we're going to stand up for ourselves, we're going to stand with conviction about things that really matter most to us, most to our business, but most to our core values. 
I was thinking of specifically about one particular instance. This was on LinkedIn where somebody was showing a video about this particular U.S. female wrestler. I forgot the name, her name. And it was from this a, a company. And then somebody retaliated and said, oh, uh, you're you're not about protecting the other rights of another such and such population. And the actual author of the post replied back and he said, I don't know what you're talking about. I respect all women who are pr- proudly representing the Olympics. Do not come here and pre- present this counter argument. This is distracting. And I really applauded seeing that in action where they were, the original author was firm in the idea that this was a proud moment to share with his followers and he wanted to call out a detractor for what it really was and the the people the the followers of this particular account got lots of likes and lots of positive comments affirming what the the what the author said and it was a really cool moment to see people rallying around the original author that was celebrating this particular U.S. Olympic wrestler. And it was really cool to see. And so I want to encourage you to not back down when you know what you're saying is in the right, that you're, you know you're coming from a good place. You know that what you're sharing is helpful and beneficial. And do not let yourself be distracted from, from haters and from negative people. And online, gosh, it feels like there are negative, hateful people all over the place. But I want to let you know that for every person you stand up and affirm yourself, there's another person observing. Like I'm recalling the story and telling you this, that I was positively impacted by seeing this. Okay, now my last tip that I want to share with you is about give your audience meat to chew on, something to think about. What I'm talking about is ask provocative questions, giving provocative statements, giving people a reason to think above and beyond what they perceive and giving them something where they can think on a higher level. There is a topic, this was a couple of months ago, specifically on LinkedIn, where Somebody was complaining about how many there's there's so many shysters, so much uh, swindlers, hustlers who offer these get rich quick, you know, coaching or consulting and or just whatever type of fly by night operation where they were promising thousands of dollars and you can't get it to and this and that. And I remember looking at that particular post and then it would just by Kismet, I saw another person talk about that too, but on a different on a different post within themselves. And I felt motivated to literally write a post about addressing not those particular people, but the whole idea of people complaining about these hustlers and these swindlers and stuff like that. And I said, the reason why we've got so many hustlers and swindlers promising these quick, easy results is because a lot of us want quick and easy results. They are responding to the market demand. That's the reason why we've got so many hustlers and swindlers, because so many of us want it so easily. It's so easy (laughs) to fall prey to these type of characters. That's why you're seeing it. Now, if you're not 
lured in by wanting the quick and easy you want to take your time you want to work through it of course these people won't have that luster in your eyes these people wouldn't feel even remotely appealing because you know better you know that growing a business takes time you know that nothing is fast and easy you can't wave a magic wand through certain things of how you want to grow your business and i addressed it i made a post about it i'm gonna be honest with you that post wasn't very popular but you know what i stand by what i said because a lot of us want to believe what we want to believe and if we're not being honest with one another i don't think that we can really grow right we're never really going to grow unless we start asking ourselves the better question we never really will grow if we don't become more clear about our intentions and for me to say the question like the reason why we feel this way with these hustlers because we hate to admit that we want it quick and and easy do you agree or disagree and letting people sit with that idea i know it's not easy i know it's not easy especially in this day and age where it feels like everything is so instant that the idea of patience and patience is truly a virtue in 2021 but it is most of most people who are successful were 10 15 20 years in the making harley was overnight harley was overnight so i want to let you know that we need to ask these type of challenging questions to our audience it helps them grow it helps us to be more clear about who we want to work with we don't want when we're being clear and we're asking these deeper questions we really get the opportunity to see who is legitimately serious about working with us or taking more interest in what we have to offer versus the people who just want the quick sound bites and just want to feel good about themselves the vast majority of people who will be in your audience will never buy anything from you i'm just going to be really clear and upfront from you there's only going to be a certain percentage of who really would take to heart and then there's even a small percentage who will want to take that next step of working with you and those are the people who you really want to be honest with so you might as well be honest now if you ask me you might as well be honest with your audience and conversely with yourself so let's recap and we talked about Let's talk about our why. We talked about why we have to have clear intention about who we're speaking to, why we're speaking to, and just having a clear sense of purpose and not just to rouse up emotions and do clickbait. We just want to make sure that we are creating an environment that feels good for not just ourselves, but the people that will be welcomed into our community. We also need to balance what we what we want to say versus what our audience wants to hear. We want to be honest, but we don't want, we don't want to discourage people. We don't want to feel make them feel overwhelmed. Let's talk about some humor. Figure out exactly what can be really fun and I don't know a little bit lighthearted. You wouldn't be you would be amazed to hear how people react and. Take a stand for things that matter most to you. Don't back down. And lastly, give people things to think. Give them um, ideas about what they can think or do next. You would be pleasantly surprised that some people will rise to the occasion and take the next step. 
Well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there anything that I really said that resonated with you? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. I'd love to continue the conversation with you. And I think that's it. And I just want to thank you for your time and your attention. And if you've been really enjoying this, make sure that you write a review and and let me know so I can send you a little token of my appreciation. And obviously, if you really love this stuff, make sure you forward this kind of pups this episode or any other episode to a friend so they also may be benefiting from this conversation well that is it thank you so much for listening take care and be awesome